Hey everybody, wake up. It's Good Morning Film Photography. My name is Biff Johnson. I'm your announcer here. Whoa, don't step on that. <laughs> here we are for another fun-filled episode of Film Talk with your friends here at the Film Photography Podcast. Uh, who else is here? And Mark Dalzell. Thanks. <laughs> hey man, thanks. Hey, you're quite welcome. Uh, Film Photography Podcast. This is our drive time show. Mm. This is an extra show. Extra. What extra show? (laughs) November's Chock-A-Block with episodes. We threw a curveball to you folks out there. This is going to be an exciting show. It's myself, as John said. Myself, Mark, and John. And this is going to be some stuff we've never, ever done before. Top five and top ten lists. Top 10 list, I have three of them. Top 10 cool and different 35mm films to shoot. Top 5 discontinued 35mm films that you need to shoot now. Yes. And the top 10 products in the FPP online store. Not to mention Mark Dalzell has a top 5 list of his favorite cameras. Mm. Oh, yeah? And uh, here's a box, and this is from, um, it says Cookies. Mm. I like it already. Cookies v- Vidette Crumble Bars Aeroplane Jelly. What? And there's probably a note in there if you were to Aeroplane. We love treats. boxes. This is from Australia. Oh, great. From, I have no idea how to say the name. Make sure there's no scorpions Karim in there when you open it. Gantus. Hey, shout out to Australia. From <laughs> Lower, Lower Plenty, Victoria. Lower Plenty. That's a great name. Let's Plenty. see. There's about it's open already. Four hundred dollars worth of stamps on the box. No, it's open already. Just oh, open. you already open. You already took the good stuff. <laughs> well, out. I have yeah. to tell you, the cookies that were in there are just gone. Really? Justin, I ate them. Oh, dear. there's a letter. You want me to eat it? Yeah, yeah. Eat the oh, letter. Some airplane jelly. <laughs> Do you guys know what like that a, is? It's like a Jello thing. I don't know what it is, but I'm willing to try. It's Jello. You can't try it. Oh, I gotta like mix oh, it with hot water. And bring it, it home and make it with your kids, John. Orange and mango flavored jelly. It says collect all four, and there's only three. Thanks a lot. <laughs> so what does the letter say? Who's the front? Collect all four. Uh, it says, dear guys, gals, and kids of the FPP, it's Halloween month again, and what better way to welcome the season than to indulge in foreign-made confections and treats? <laughs> Please find enclosed one box of Cole's chocolate chip cookies. I don't see that in yeah. here anywhere. Gone. Eaten. In your belly. Six. Four. Violet crumble bars. Oh, those are great. Violent crumble bars. I want to get some violations going on. And three packs of airplane jelly of the very collectible four different flavors they make. What's that, you say? (laughs) You have too much food? Nonsense. Now eat up and remember that these treats are part of a complete breakfast. Mm. So why am I sending discerning American consumers chocolate chip cookies, you might ask? After all, America is the land of chocolate chip cookies. They are essential for keeping the power grid running, for making trains run on time, for making sure the baseball games are stringently refereed, for keeping coffee hot, and for ensuring that you park your car at the local mall. He's got us pegged. (laughs) Well, the answer is easy. These cookies are probably the best packaged cookies that you can find anywhere. In fact, they're the only ones I will buy. The ingredients seem to be wow. pretty good. Does he work for the company? That's a bold claim. The ingredients seem to be pretty good, and the price is not too bad either at only a few dollars a box. But there is a catch. They're very Moorish, and you can't have just one. In fact, you can't have just two either. If you like them, I'm sure you can find a cartel that can supply you with as many as you want. Hey, was that always there? Yes. Anyway, thanks for a great podcast, and may you have a big future ahead. 
Best wishes, Karim Gantus from Melbourne, Australia. Wow. P.S. When it's the FPP, you know it's good. Hmm. Hey. <laughs> Those things. John already finished the, the box of the crumbles. the violent crumbles. Oh, they, it's a crunchy bar. They look like they're a crunchy bar, but they taste chocolatey. What? Like chew it. It's like chocolatey. It's nice. What is inside this? It's like some kind of strange material I've never put in my mouth before. It's whipped sugar. <laughs> Yeah, really? it's very similar to a crunchy bar, but like Good. a finer texture. And who's the gent that sent this? Karim Gantus. Do you prefer the light, uh, light on or off? I like it on because it's a little dark in here. Okay. You know, thank you very much. Thank you very much, P.O. Box 264, <laughs> Fairlawn, New Jersey, 07410. Oh, my God. We love... It's good, isn't it? And, and the rush that you're going to get to your brain. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, you're going to be... going to go crazy in a minute? I think it's a good time. And now for the traffic and weather. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody, it's time for traffic. If you're down on the 517, you better uh, add another 5 to 10 minutes to your commute because we got a crazy man on the road running around naked. <laughs> Says his name is Mike Grayso and he lost <laughs> his camera on the side of the road. Tonight's weather with Jimmy Joe Jams. Hey, Jim Joe Dane, we're going to talk about West Valley. Woohoo! West Valley, nice big stick going around. We're going to be around 70 degrees outside. This is 50% humidity, but it's going to be all right. You'll be able to. Come on, I rock. I don't like it. Great soap. That's how every listener outside the U.S. thinks we talk. That's right, yeah. Yeah. What, like that? Like country? Yes. Really? Yeah. If my, t- my relatives in Iowa say, oh, my God, your New York accent is so thick. Really? They think I talk like a New York. People think you talk like the dude from Seinfeld. What kind of a topsy-turvy world do we live in where, where heroes are cast as villains? What guard? Jason Alexander. Oh, well, yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Yeah. Do you? What was his name? His name was... Uh, Menza? I don't know. I can't see. I don't know. Costanza. Costanza. When I, was, when I was a Canadian kid going to visit my Long Island cousins, and they used to impersonate us, they always, they always did it with a British accent. They always oh, heard me as being that's British. really weird. Yeah. You're going to eat that whole thing? Yes. And then some. You're going <clears> to <throat> eat the whole thing? Are you done yet with no, your... No, I'm done. Okay. His heart's already fluttering. Yeah, my, my eyes are starting to twitch. Okay, and we're going to turn over. Here's a letter. Hold on a second. Got to drink some 3% juice. 3% juice to wash down all that chocolate. Uh, It says, uh, you got a message from Simon Reach. It is pronounced as it sounds. Oh, I'm sorry. We have a message from as it sounds. Hello, FPP gang. Just thought I'd drop you a line from Taunton or Tornton. In the southwest of the UK. Ah, I get to sound like Phil Collins again. <laughs> oi! Oi! You should add that to the thing. Is How do you pronounce it and what's, what's your accent? <laughs> I've only been into photography <laughs> over just a year, starting with a DSLR, but then rapidly moving on to film after chancing on your podcast about eight months ago. Thanks to you guys, I have a severe case of gas. 21 cameras and counting, and now I'm developing both B&W and color film. Um, 
35 and 120. I am soon going to be adding to my collection when I take delivery on my grandfather's Ensign One quarter plate cameras. Wow. Unfortunately, he's no longer with us, but I'm told he'd be delighted that I'm following in his footsteps. When you talked about the film sweats uh, before, I just assumed you were talking about psychological fear of messing up your film when trying to get it on the reel. What I didn't realize was that it actually describes the physiological process. As I found out the other day, I was trying to get some 120 onto a reel. It came off, so I tried again. Same thing happened. Tried again. Same result. Then I noticed that my hands were sweating and the dog bag was getting humid. Oh, that happened a couple weeks ago. It was awful. The film started to moisten and then became sticky, rendering it almost impossible yep. to get out the f- of the film onto the reel. You had the reel for Word for word. This you happened had the real film sweats. Literally, my fingers, because it was so humid. Oh, it was a nightmare. I never swore so much in my life. I was getting desperate. The film was sticking to the reel and itself. Disaster! Eventually... After emptying the contents of the bag, excuse me, I'm a little emotional, under my duvet in the darkened bedroom, I managed to get the film on the reel and managed to develop it. Thank (laughs) God. (laughs) Sure enough, it was pretty badly damaged, but there were some usable images. Anyway, just wanted to relate this to you. Love the podcast. Look forward to it every other week. And, and when I can't get my fix, I'm walking backwards to number one at the same time. Can't wait for you to visit the UK where I can pummel your face. <laughs> because the thing is, man, is like when you're driving on the road, I mean, like you get a person who's that rude, I mean, they're going to kill you. So, like, if you give them a quick, sh- short, sharp shock, they don't do it again. Dig it. I mean, he got off light because I could have given him a flash, you know, I only hit him once. <laughs> it's from Simon Reach. Simon Reach, thank you very AKA, much. AKA, as it sounds. Wait, let me just say. Yeah. That literally, just a tip for people. That totally happened to me a couple weeks ago. I was livid, mental. And the, the worse it got, the sweatier I got, and the more mad I got, and the worse it got. It was just like, what I did was... Did your wife come into the room and they're like, what? What are you doing? I was alone in the house, thank oh. God. Because uh, well, what I did was, I, I took my hands out of the dark bag. I took the dark bag and I put it into my chest freezer. I have... In my dog's room. Everyone has a dog's room, right? I don't know what you're talking about. I put about. it in, my, in, the, in the freezer, and I just left it in there for like 20 minutes. And then when I pulled it out, everything in there, inside the bag was nice and cold and dried out. Uh-huh. And then it went right on. So that was my little there solution. There you go, Simon. Next time. And it felt really good. Let's go into your dog room and throw it in the freezer. Yep, dog room. But the film sweats is a real thing. Uh, yeah. I experience it. Not frequently, but enough to know exactly what it is. I, just, I need to make like a dark box. I hate the bag. I want to make something like like yeah. I can reach my hands into and not have the something that's not always collapsing. Yeah, on Yeah, just like falling down. I mean, I'm reaching around trying to find the, the this piece and that piece, and oh, I hate the dark bag. Speaking of film sweats, I finally this is for Mark Dalzell. I owe you one more roll. This is a hand rolled. Oh. I gotta write what is six twenty? No, five fifty? No. <laughs> A hand-rolled 116 Kodak Vision 3 200T film. Excellent. If you're shooting outdoors, remember to hold an 85 orange filter over your lens when you're shooting. Otherwise, fix it in Photoshop. Well, no, I recommend holding the filter over it because it's 200T, and most of those cameras are designed for slower film. So it knocks down the exposure like it should be, and also color corrects. It's hard to... These are like two-hand cameras anyway that use 116, so sometimes it's hard to do that, so I might just fix it in Photoshop. Holding the camera and shooting it, 
and holding a filter over the front is going to be tricky. Oh, Michael, it's too much. No. That would be three hands. Michael. But I'll figure it out. But yes, thank you. Okay. I will totally shoot it. Cool. I'm going to pull out my finest 116 camera. The reaction is, I would call it a slow burn. So the initial reaction was not as exciting as I thought. Mm. Like you released it, you mean? Yes. Yeah. Like it wasn't like, yeah. How does that go? Mm. <laughs> so yeah. I and bought a thousand feet from Kodak. Cost me a fortune. Jeez. And our good friends at Film Rescue up in Canada, mm. they sent me a box of backing paper and spools. Hey, I was off to the races. So I was able to have the supply. I have the supplies to roll about maybe 60 rolls, 70 rolls. Whoa. What I'm going to do is I'm going to roll up this. You could buy either a batch, meaning you could buy 50 feet and roll it yourself, or you could buy the, the rolled uh, rolls, which are nineteen ninety nine, which I thought of you, Mark, because you kept saying twenty bucks, twenty bucks, twenty bucks. Yeah, that's totally. I'd like it to be twenty four ninety five, but quite frankly, I put it up for twenty four ninety five, and no one came around. Twenty it's too is much. like an impulse uh-huh. level. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it took me one hour to roll ten rolls. That's not. Too bad. Oh, well, That's pretty good, actually. Really? That's very good. Uh, it, would, it would take me like 20 minutes to roll one. Okay. Well, I, it took me good. another 20 minutes to put the stickers, because at the head of the roll and the end of the roll is a sticker. It says what it is, which is good. Yeah. 116 film, and the, uh, folks are asking, and I'm answering right now, uh, yes, the backing paper, the numbers line up, because that's the first question people ask. Because you're reusing... Actual vintage paper. So all the numbers should line up with just about every camera ever made. Yes. But I think that more... But don't forget what's in there when you get to the end of the roll and the thing says, you know, code of color 100. No, there's a sticker on there. I sticker both ends. Oh, oh, okay. I got you. you. Yeah, I sticker both ends. Oh, good. I'm a little disappointed the excitement isn't as much, but I have to tell you, I think that the excitement for 127 is going to be bigger. Is that the next? That's the first time hearing of it. Is that the next thing? That's the next big thing. I think that's the next big thing. There are a lot more cameras floating around. There are a lot of one twenty-seven cameras. This is that beautiful? Uh, what is it called? The the Yashica uh, well, forty-four. Off. Yeah, that's awesome. The Yashica forty-four is amazing. There's plenty of good one twenty-sevens. Yeah, I got that guy. Yes, you have that camera. Yeah, I haven't L- used it in forever. Losing John. More sugar, please. Oh, uh, dude, no. I'm I'm like I'm seeing things I haven't seen in years. But let's jump right into. <laughs> Let's jump right into it. Silbera Films. Yes. So Silbera, this is uh, a, a Russian company um, based in St. Petersburg, and they're producing some new film. So they're like the they're like the Russian Ferrania, I guess. Um, they've got uh, five different films right now. They're all black and white films. They've got the Silbera Pan in ISOs fifty, one hundred, and one sixty. And then what they call limited edition, which I don't know what that means, uh, the Pan 200 and Ultima 200, based on AGFA recipes, they say. And then they're also beta testing another film, uh, which is an ortho, their Orta, O-R-T-A film, on totally new emulsions. So this is something that they've completely invented themselves. That will be available in... So let me just... I'm going to say that little part again, because Michael was, was zoned out. <laughs> <laughs> new ortho film, yes. brand new emulsion that's never been seen before, available in 35, 120, 4x5, and 8x10. Wow. wow! Yes. That's awesome. 
Keep an eye on that one. That is going on. It ends November 25th, so it's only got a couple of days left. And talk about the platform. They decided not to use Kickstarter. They're using something called Indiegogo. They use Indiegogo. Do you which, know what that means? I do. I do. The word? No, it means that if they don't achieve oh, their goal... I don't know if you meant specifically what Indiegogo They means. still get their money. Yes. So... That's the difference between Kickstarter. So what if they yeah. get their money, but they don't reach their goal? Will they have enough money to actually finish the product? Well, what, what these guys have done, and this may be why they did it, was because they're ready to go whether they get the money or not. Oh. The film is produced. So I'm imagining they've got a big vault with thousands and thousands of feet of film already in it. So they're just looking to unload film. They don't need... No, they need to actually package and distribute it. So it sounds like they don't have, it's not in canisters. They don't have boxes. Oh, they don't have graphics and art and distribution and all that sort of thing. So that's, that's mostly what the Kickstarter is going to be is, mm. you know, you chip in uh, 15, I think it was $15 or something for three rolls. It was actually pretty cheap. You chip in 15 bucks and you get three rolls and your $15 is for them to go to their freezer, <laughs> clip off nine feet of it, roll it up and ship it to you. So, so when, when are they shipping the product out? Um, well, the the, um, the 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 thing ends November twenty fifth. Okay. So I, I didn't I didn't notice an, an estimated ship date, but I imagine it should be no more than a couple of months after that for them to get it all boxed up and okay. shipped out. Very good. Um, it's cool. It's a new film. I'll I mean I, I I'd give it a shot and see what it is. The Orta four by five to me that's the one that's that's grabbing my attention. I would definitely like to try some of that. So. Uh, do you have any honorable mentions for Kickstarters? You mentioned like, yeah, we can do the we can do the uh, the uh, the successful roundup. Oh, please do what we've got going on here. Everybody's favorite, the Lab Box. Yes, um, <laughs> John's excited. Still waiting. I know, but you can't you can't <laughs> I get. Know, I'm not, they're doing I'm not they're going nothing. gangbusters. The I design know, is it's freaking be amazing. Beautiful. It's so cool looking with the thermometer and the going timer on the top. Amazing. I love it. The latest estimate is March of 2018. Originally, it was supposed to be like October of 2017, yeah. but you know, instead of making 500, they had to make 5,000. So everything's getting pushed ahead. Yeah, the, 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 the film's piling up, guys. Come on. The, the prototypes <laughs> look amazing. Yeah, you got like 30 rolls of film. You're going to be able to do one at a time. Hmm. Uh, the Jolly Look. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Still waiting. Folding cardboard hand cranked <laughs> Instax camera. The latest update says yeah. December. First week of December, they're shipping. Ooh. So, like, next week, those are going to start shipping. Yeah. So, your children can crush that camera oh, under the Christmas tree. Oh, man. Before they're, Christmas. They're going to leave it out in the rain the first day. <laughs> and the then, uh, of course, the Lomo Instant Square, which yes. their, their campaign finished. Still waiting. Um, they just squeaked by with $579,000 yeah. of the 120 that they wanted. Crazy. But that, again, that's a program where they didn't really need the Kickstarter. They just needed the publicity. Mm. That camera is already set to ship in January. It's, yeah. it's shipping in like a month, um, even though the Kickstarter program just, uh, the Kickstarter just ended two months ago. So, so that's the roundup of, of the, their most recent successful stuff. So there you go. Very nice. There you have it. When we come back, we're going to be doing top five and top ten lists. John seems very excited about this. Yes, I'm you very like excited. lists. Yes, I like lists. I like them. We'll be right back. It was 2.32 when she walked into my life. She said she wanted some shots taken. I said, babe, buy your own camera. This 20 Kodak and Chinon models at incredibly low prices. I told her how I discovered this Kodak S10 for under $50 and how I couldn't resist the S100 for less than 80 But for a camera that calls the shots, the Chinon Genesis 3 was unbeatable value at around $600. So I said, Angel, you want to buy a camera? Now's the time. I told her where to go. She thanked me. 
It is from Kodak. It delivers the highest resolution. Microfine grain. Superior image structure. For ultra-sharp detail. It is called Ektar. Ektar film by Kodak. The genius is in the details. Ektar film now comes in a new cartonless package in 25, 100, and 1,000 speeds. And we're back, everybody. How you doing? I have some top five lists that I'm, I'm pretty excited about. I've been thinking about this for a long time. I'm like, you know what? Because I watched... You know, YouTube, watchmojo.com. Everything is top 10. Yeah. YouTube. So top finally. 10 scares in a horror movie. So, hey, this is Mike Rosso, and this is a top five cool and different 35 millimeter films to shoot. As opposed to just look at on your shelf. Exactly. Okay. Number five, Lomo. This top five yeah. cool and different films to shoot. Number five, Lomo Purple, ISO 100 to 400. This awesome color print film, it replicates the classic look of color infrared. The wonderful thing is that you do not need any filters over your lens or special handling. Just load it and shoot regular C41 processing. Oh, that's amazing. You just shoot it and send it to the lab, and it comes back, and it's like, Lomo purple, everybody. Number four. Kodak high contrast 5363 ISO 25. It's a motion picture film originally designed for direct contact, copying titles and mats in motion picture work. Yes. The film has standard sprockets, but also has tiny holes for proper registration when using as a copy film. This is a blue sensitive film, so use it in daylight or in flash, and is characterized by high contrast, excellent sharpness, and a very high resolving power. Mm. If you're shooting skin tone with freckles, wow! It really brings out, because it's blue sensitive, skin tones. Oh. It also gives what's called, I call, a chromy look to this film. So if you're shooting and it's kind of chilly outside, that person's going to look sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, Kodak Low ISO 2254. ISO 1.6. Oh, my. Yes. This is a low-speed duplicating film. It's intended for making digital dupes in motion picture film labs. When using in your 35mm camera, this film will produce a film negative, and it's standard C41 processing. So you can shoot it and get it processed anywhere. The great thing about it, it's such a low ISO that you could like leave your shutter open. Mm. Like Let's say you're shooting a, a beautiful... Vista of a stream, you leave that damn shutter open and look at it. You get the beautiful, the water, because the water will look like kind of like yeah. a look motion. Like flowing. That's right. Yeah. Number two. Number two. Shmina Color 125. Yes. yes. Ah. ISO 125. This film boasts an unusual color palette and offers a look that is unique from Fuji or Kodak. It has its own, yeah. it's, its own thing. It is. Wow. Standard C41 processing, and the favorite of Mark Dalzell and Leslie Lazenby. Oh, well, high praise that. Honorable mentions, FPP Color Infrared. This is featured in our discontinued film list, but this unique film is true color infrared film. Shoot it while you can. Lomo X-Pro Color Slide 200. 
John Fideli's favorite film. Mm. This film, perhaps an Agfa stock, produces a dreamy look that shifts towards yellow. Yeah. It's great for the beach. Yes, and it is E6 processing for color slide, or as Lomo calls it, X-Pro. You could also get it C41 processed for even more color shifts. Mm-hmm. What's that one called? Lomo X-Pro Color Slide 200. X-Pro. Mm. Number one! Kodak Vision 3 Films. Number one, Kodak Vision 3. There is no other film on the market today, except for maybe the beautiful Ektar, that even compares to the rich, vibrant, true colors of Kodak Vision 3 film line. It's motion picture film used in Hollywood blockbusters like The Hateful Eight, (laughs) Casino Royale, (laughs) any Martin Scorsese picture, (laughs) Star Wars. Yeah. (laughs) Available in 24 exposure rolls in 50 daylight, 250 daylight, and 500 tungsten. Yeah. Now, it's special. It's ECN2 processing only, and there are currently four labs in the U.S. where you could send it, or you could process it yourself. Do it yourself. Special. Number one, Film Rescue. They have a drop point, mail drop point in Minnesota. This is a list within a list? Yeah. Yeah. This is a Freaky. Sublist. Film Rescue. They're in Canada, but their drop point is in Minnesota. So someone oh, yeah. lives in the U.S., yeah. it makes a big difference. Oh, yeah. The Camera Shop in Minnesota. They will process the C41. No problem. They'll deal with that Remjet. Old School Film Lab, East Coast, New Hampshire. If you're processing the film at home, do this yourself. There's only one extra step, and that's to rub off that Remjet. Rub it. Mm-hmm. That's right. And that's my top 10, five cool and different 35-millimeter films to shoot. <laughs> Your top ten five films? That's right. You can email me at <laughs> podcast at filmphotographyproject.com. Any questions? <laughs> Michael S. Rasso. Hey, everybody. It's the top five discontinued 35 millimeter films you need to shoot. Oh. Hey, Mike Rasso here, Film Photography Podcast. Number five, Polypan F. F. ISO 25. 25. Discontinued years ago, this German-sourced film is believed to have been manufactured in Russia. It was made as a motion picture copy film. It has no anti-halation layer, which creates a beautiful bloom or glow around your subjects. Glow. Truly unique. We've just found one big old can of Polypan F. (gasps) So shoot it now. It's in the filmphotographyprojectstore.com. I'm going to buy all of it. Uh, I shot one roll and I liked it. It's great. But yeah, I, I go nuts for stuff you can't get anymore. Number four. Number four. Tech Pan, Kodak Technical Pan, ISO 25. Matt Mirage says, Tech Pan is a magical emotion. It has the resolution to make 35 millimeter like 120. That's right. Les Lazenby says, this stuff is so sharp, it will cut you. Mark O'Brien says, Tech Pan, when shot and processed, it gives you tremendous resolution and, and there's virtually no grain. Our pal Dan Nanoberger on Flickr says, TechPan is a microfilm optimized for f- pictorial photography. It has all the advantages of microfilm, ultra-fine grain, superior resolution, and high contrast. How can you process this at home? Well, you have to use the right processing chemistry, or else it'll look like any other film. Kodak, <laughs> Technodol, or TD3. Super high-resolution film, number four. Number three. Number three. Kodak Plus X 5231 motion picture film, ISO 80. Not to be confused with the standard Plus X for still photography, 
Plus X5231, previously available in 400 and 1,000 foot rolls. The FPP, for an ultra-limited time, has a short supply of this film. This film stock was used for many, many years in Hollywood as the preferred black-and-white film stock. The last two motion pictures shot in Plus X were The Ghastly Love of Johnny X. Great movie. And Schindler's List. Number two. Number two. Kodak Hawkeye Traffic Surveillance Films. Yeah. ISO 200 to 400. This amazing... Asterisk. Yes. This amazing color film. Much wider than that. This amazing color film Kodak calls Traffic Surveillance Film. Its technical application was in surveillance cameras. And because of this, it has amazing flexible color and exposure latitude. Shoot it at 200 ISO. Shoot it at 400 ISO. You'll get an awesome image. This I, film, I accidentally overexposed it one time four stops, and it came out perfectly fine. It's a great film. This awesome. film wow. uses widely available regular C41 processing and its secret Kodak T-grain emulsion technology that provides extremely fine grain and sharpness. Extreme. And number one, Kodak, one, number one, uh, number one, <laughs> FPP color infrared film. Our color infrared, it's identical to Kodak Aerochrome 3, a true color positive infrared film that produces a color slide. The film was intended for various aerial photographic applications such as vegetation and forestry surveys hydrology and earth resource monitoring where infrared discriminations may yield practical results. How do I shoot it? Well, you may ask, in order to achieve the in-camera effect, is recommend you shoot with number 12 yellow filter. Many shooters also use an orange or a red filter. This will give you varied results. What camera do you use? It's important to use a 35mm camera that does not have uh, LED sensors that detect DX code. These mini lights will fog your film. Oh, Did you know that? Yes. Storage, shipping, and the film sweats. We store our infrared film in the fridge, and I've been shipping all seasons for the past three years with no issues. Where to process it? We recommend that you use the darkroom here in the U.S. Hey, folks, this is Mike Rosso, and our uh, news and weather person, John Fidelli, is leaving. Hey, how are you? I got to go work at a big story. (laughs) <laughs> it's unfolding for for the next uh, next month's uh, 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 podcast. So we'll see you in two weeks. I'll see me in two weeks. Two weeks. Hey. All right, John. We're so going to continue without you. All right, you go on. Everybody, take care. Everybody, God bless. See you in two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. He shall up, Eric. Hey, man. Thanks for coming. Thanks, man. See ya. Hey, we'll be right back. Hello. 
This is a Cameron FPP store. Ooh, really? And it's a it's a plastic film tastic one twenty. Yeah, a one. <laughs> this is known as a one twenty debonair camera. Ooh. It takes sixteen shots per roll of one twenty roll like film. It. It's not a Holga. It's not a Diana. It's made at a mysterious unknown factory in Hong Kong. Nice. Sometime in the nineteen eighties, an FPP just acquired a boatload sitting in a box somewhere it. in a warehouse. All literally these. a boatload. It has a uh, F8 60 millimeter super lens. It's super. It has a uh, hot shoe on top. Hot, hot shoe. shoe. And you, you folks out there can have this camera. Okay. Go to filmphotographyproject.com. You click the store, and then you go to uh, 120 film cameras, and there it is. So it's a great awesome. 120 starter awesome. camera. Yes. The if you've too. never shot 120 roll film before, this is the perfect camera to start with. Ooh, look at that, Dave. Perfect camera to start with, roll film. This is a good camera just to keep in your bag oh, because yeah. it's going to give you those dreamy good, good sound. You you double, awesome. triple, quadruple exposure. Sounds like a weed whacker. <laughs> <laughs> so check it out. And of course, by visiting thefilmphotographystore.com also helps keep us going here at the Film Photography Podcast. Thank you very much. Hey, we're back. Hi. We're going to be able to keep up the pace without John. Look, the, even the bell is is. You're just not going to be getting the voices. Oh, we're not going to get no. We should have pre-recorded some stuff. Well, I got my I got my soundboard app. I can use. That's right. What we're going to do now, folks? The top ten products in the FPP online store. That's filmphotographystore.com. Like. Since January. So, what is exciting in the FPP online store? Well, number 10, Hawkeye, Kodak Hawkeye traffic surveillance film, which we call Hawkeye Super Color. Do you still have a good supply of that? I do. Number nine, FPP Rapid E6 developing kit. You could develop your own E6 color slide film at home. If you're already doing black and white, you're already doing color. Is this any more difficult, Mark? Uh, there's one more step in the process than the C41 kit, but otherwise it's basically exactly the same. And there's nothing like the first time you pull a strip of slide film out of the can at the end. It's so beautiful. It's like a, a little strip of stained glass windows. Do it. Number eight. Number eight. Polaroid Pack Film. FP100C. Yeah. You know, I see folks online screaming like, oh, bring back pack film, bring back pack film, bring... Like, whoa, can you just stop? It's still available. You can get it anywhere. You can get it FPP, you can get it at B&H, you can get it at Arama, you can get it at Unique Photo. It's like there's, there's no shortage yet. Nope. And that worries me because people are screaming for it and it's here. Now, do you think folks are screaming for it because they're like, oh, we want it for seven fifty a pack? Because that's never going to happen again. Yeah. Number seven, 35 millimeter Shmina Photo 400 black and white film. Mm. Yes, I'm very excited about that. You know what? I was just looking at pictures that I took with my Shmina 400, and it's awesome. It's a great film. I was just re- reminding myself some of. Oh, oh, beautiful. Okay, go ahead. Number six, Kodak Double X 5222. It's 200 ISO film. Have you shot with that? Number five, not surprising, Kodak. Portra 400. Well, yeah. I mean, this is like such a versatile film. Again, a film that you could, 
Like if you accidentally overexpose it or accidentally underexpose it, it's like the latitude is so fine mm-hmm. that shoot it. Was that the 35 or the... 35. Yeah. 35 millimeter film is tops. Yeah, yeah. People really want 35 millimeter film uh, much more than the other film formats. So if I'm going to like a, a family event, I'll grab some Portra 400. Yeah. Because I want... Usually when I do an FPP order, usually I'll do... 10 rolls of Serene 125 and 10 rolls of Ektar or something. Like, you know, that's usually... Yeah. Those are the two that I go for. Number four, Shimino Color 125, 35 millimeter. There we go. That's where I meant to drop that. Now, this is a film that has a very unique color palette. It looks different than anything else. And both you and Leslie, like, you love it. I love the color palette. It's so natural. The reds don't pop out. It's not kind of bluish like the Hawkeye is. It's not kind of anything. It just looks like what the world looks like. First of all, second of all, if you do your own developing at home and your own scanning, it's on this kind of weird polyester base and it lays oh. dead flat Isn't in your it, film It's a holders. dream, right? I just, I literally just like five hours ago, I scanned a roll of it. I cut it into five picture strips. I laid it in the film holder without snapping it in. I just laid it down in the film holder and put it in the scanner because it lays <laughs> so flat. You don't even have to snap it in. It's and, great. And that's pretty amazing since it's rolled, right? And it's... Yeah, that that alone makes it wonderful to to use if you do your own developing and your yes, own scanning. If you've done your own scanning, I don't know if I call it the Tri-X struggle. Like Tri-X is oh, very curl. curly. Yeah. And sometimes it's so curly films that even with the film holder snapped in, it's still trying to curl. Yeah. Number 3, Darkroom Supplies, the 1 liter recycled container oh. that, that my mom the donates. The seltzer bottles? The, the, the seltzer bottles <laughs> that, I, that my mom donates to the FPP. Wow. That's right. Number three. You can get one of those too. I think it's 39 cents. That's pretty good. You can't get much for a do- under a dollar these days. No. Even if you bought a bottle of seltzer and dumped it out, you wouldn't be getting it for 39 cents. Number two. FPP color infrared film. Not a surprise. It's really really taken off and so many shooters that shoot this film they've been posting it all over uh social media this film in the last 12 months has really taken off and it's all because of social media people see the images and they can't even believe it they're like what is this yeah you know what i'm so stupid i i have like five rolls of it in my freezer never shot a single of the fpp stuff yeah i've never gotten around to it i don't know why you you can't do it in post you gotta put that yellow filter on i know I know. You'd love it. Well, I want to do that. I also have the proper infrared filter that I want to shoot it. Well, that's for black that and white. To. You should only test one oh, or two oh, yes, frames. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's the... People have used yellow filter, yellow number 12, although I've used a bunch of yellow. They all work. Orange filter. I don't care for the results of orange filter. And red filter. I really don't care for the results. I think it pops and looks the best with the yellow filter, but it's all a matter of opinion. Is that like a really yellow filter or just like yellowish? Oh, it's yellow number twelve. It's called Tiffin yellow number twelve. Yeah, I'm just wondering is that like the that's the like the kind of palish yellow? One? No, it's yellow. Oh, it's a dark. Oh, it's yeah. the yellow one. Okay, okay. I gotcha. uh, so that's number two in the FPP online store in 2017. Yes, I knew it. Number one in the FPP online store, the FPP C41 developing kit. If you picture like the NASA Apollo rocket taking off, when we introduced that, it was like even for me, and I think it was Leslie who was one day. She's like, she's like. You know, you know you could develop color, right? I'm like, what? Yeah. Because I imagine some kind of like, you know, chemist. Like you need oh, one of those God. big Narizzo machines yeah, or something. Yeah, like how am I going to... Well, I found out that 
processing my own color negative was so easy and easier than black and white and fast. I was shocked. And I think even though the kit was has been around, I think the FPP really has like driven this and made people, you folks listening at home, think like, oh my God, I can take complete control of Yes, the scanner is an investment, but quite frankly, I mean, I, I think I paid 500 bucks, 600 bucks for my Epson scanner. So worth it, because then you take complete control of your photography. There's, you don't have to go to the lab. You don't have to send your film out. It's like it takes literally 10 minutes till you have developed film. 12. <laughs> you hang it. It's dry. If you're like Mark, you get your air gun out. And then you just walk upstairs or downstairs or down the hall to your little scanning room. It's probably your personal oasis. You go there. You have your radio away from the family Listening and the to pets. the podcast. Yeah, listening to the FPP. And you just scan your own. And then it's like it's just so effing great. And cheap. Oh, my God. I'm and on, fast. I'm on roll. I have a one-liter kit. I put it. I, I mixed it in October, and I'm on... <laughs> No, I mixed it in September. I'm on roll 22. It's, you're not supposed to be telling people that. You're supposed to tell them, do 10 and throw it away. Oh, so they buy more. I forgot about that. That's I, right. Don't forget that. You know, I never even thought about that. <laughs> we could have been the whole time. The like, kids only do one roll, people. Listen, man. <laughs> at that 10th roll, you're really pushing it. Yeah. It, it could explode at any minute. I'm a little worried now because, um, but I think it's because of all the vision film. The vision film has that black rim jet. So getting, mine getting has, has bits in it. Yeah. I just ignore it, and everything's just fine. You can run it through a coffee filter or something, I guess, but um, it's fine. It but you have, when your kit, we're talking about the FPP color development kit, when your kit quit on you and you developed a roll that was blank or, or just didn't come out, like how many rolls did you run through? Well, for me, it's not usually the number of rolls. It's that I just have to let it sit now for six months. Oh. And you can usually tell because the, the developer, when you first make the developer, is a veil, very pale like weak tea kind of color yellowy yeah yellowish but the more you use it the darker it gets so it ends up almost looking like coffee and then once you put 20 or 25 rolls through it it comes out it starts getting pretty dark but then what'll happen is it's still clear if it starts to go opaque that's the sign if either the the developer or the blicks start to go cloudy dump it uh that's when you know that it's it started to turn so if it's not Totally clear. Right. So if you can let it sit for two or three months, and I'll just hold it up to the light, and if it's still transparent, not tr- not clear, but if it's still, you know, you can still see through it, it looks like tea, go for it. If it looks like tea with milk in it, then it's no good. Well, I never really th- thought about advising people to change kits quick to sell more product. <laughs> You're so proud of getting 40 rolls out of it. Yeah, yeah, no, it's more <laughs> exciting. Uh, and it's, it's, hey, you know... But that's fine. I'll usually I'll I'll go for twenty rolls and then just dump it. The, the kits are so cheap for twenty one dollars a kit. <laughs> right. It's so cheap. If you're getting twenty rolls, you know you're spending fifty cents a roll to develop your own film. Yeah, yeah. I don't. You know, there's no point in, for me. There's no point in pushing my luck. And then, of course, the if you really are, you know, miserly. If you're, you know, if you're thrifty, and there's nothing wrong with that. I think we're all kind of thrifty here, which is why I think the FPP store rocks because I think like a customer, like. Like like the the one sixteen film. It's like, yeah, I want to charge twenty four ninety five for the roll because it took me so long to roll it. And I had to buy that. It's, it's just yeah. a pain. But then I thought, what would I pay? Yeah, I pay twenty bucks. Yeah, but I'm not going to pay twenty four ninety five, even though it's just 
Four dollars and ninety. Psychological about it. Twenty-five. That's a quarter of a hundred. I'm not paying a hundred dollars for four rolls of film. But just something about it. Even though we have some super tasty color Kodak film in the store, I'll tell you the Lomography film for the price they come in three roll boxes. Mm -hmm. Cheap. They are. It is such a bargain, and they have how cheap is cheap. No, we're not talking about three bucks. That's why I like the Shvima one twenty-five because it's six dollars. You can't get much cheaper than that. I'm doing a Google search, Lomo Color 800, to see, well, of course, first comes up, Lomography. Then, of course, uh, Amazon. <sighs> then comes B&H. <laughs> then comes Flickr. If you get to page two, you're done. Come on. I'm on page two. Oh, boy. Game over, man. Tumblr. eBay. Grinder, <laughs> Reddit. <laughs> Nostalgia. What you, what you, did you spell it wrong? Maybe I spelled it wrong. What did you? What are you looking for? I'm going to type in put FPP store after it. Lomo 800. What were you searching for? Lomo color 800. Up oh, comes right up if you put FPP store that's after a, it. That's, well, that's lucky. Good job, Dane. <laughs> yeah, Dane's our uh, webmaster. Uh, Mr. SEO. So three rolls, <laughs> Mr. SEO. Three rolls of 36 exposure 800 film is fourteen dollars. Three rolls. Oh, so that's pretty good. 800 speed is usually much pricier. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. Portrait 800 is probably close to eight or nine bucks per one roll. Yeah, for one. Well, it's always cheaper when you buy it in bulk, but yeah. But still. So it's a great For something film. to roll. And I mention this because, hey, you want cheap film to run through your color development kit. And I've been asked many times, like, hey, I'm new to developing a home. Could you? Because people have asked me, and I've actually sat at the, at the computer typing, you need this, you need this, you need this, you need this, and here's the link, 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 and here's the link. So I put together a kit. It's 175 bucks, but you get everything. Get the tank, you get the squeegee, you get the beaker, you get the my mom's jugs. You get... <laughs> you get That's what you should list it as. Mike's mom's jugs, thirty nine cents. Uh, you get the thermometer. You know, you, you get two rolls of film. Like you, you know, that's pretty cool. Yeah, and you'll get you know if you're Mark or myself, you get twenty plus rolls of film developed. So if you did even just that math, and of course all the stuff's going to last you a lifetime if you're careful with it. Yeah. So, and that's it. Those are my lists. Do you want to do your list? Well, my list seems like weak compared to your massive super list that you've, you've done now. Well, I asked Mark to put a list in, in your no. list, top five cameras. Yeah, you'd say, well, we, I mean, so top five films. That we, yeah, we, we covered a lot. Um, my number one is the CV-125, which if you've, if you've not gathered that by now, the listening in the last 20 minutes, then yeah. Um, the Portraits, the 160 and the 400, which are easy to get. Easy to shoot. Colors are great. The 400 is nice in a little bit lower light situations. Um, one that we didn't mention, and I don't know if we're allowed to mention, the Arista film. The Arista black and white. <laughs> allowed. Yeah. Uh, only because Arista uh, is a freestyle brand. Yeah. It's just fine. There's a great guys. There's something about the Arista 100 that I always have really good luck. The first time I saw it, Dane had shot a car show with it, and the, the chrome on the cars with the Arista black and white was stunning. And it was pretty cheap. I, I bought a ton of it a year or so ago. I don't even know how much it was. But yeah. the Arista, I always had good luck with the black and white and the 120. 
And then I like I really like anything that's super low ISO. Ah. So you were saying like doing long exposure stuff outside. What I like it for is to be able to shoot wide open with a really tight depth of field in bright sun. So being able to shoot, you know, at at f one point four at noon on a sunny day, uh, you know, it, it gives you kind of interesting look. Like the pictures kind of look different. Like wait, something unusual about this. Mm-hmm. Um, without having to use you know a ND nine filter in front of your lens, right? So I've gone, I've shot stuff as low as point three ISO, point six ISO. I think there was something out for a while that was point one. I think uh, Laboratoire had something that was a point one ISO. Yes, Laboratoire. They have a lot of wacky um, films too. So I love all that odd, oddball stuff. So uh, you had the well, the Mister Brown was pretty low, right? That was six. oh yeah, that was low. Mister Brown after the Cascafes. You've got the you had the blue the one in the blue can we talked about it <clears throat> a show ago which was ISO uh, one point six. We're still doing massive tests on this. Uh, well, you have more on your list. Oh, I was just going to say, and the um, my 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 quirky favorite is the Kodak LPD four, also low ISO, which we've ISO. talked about. It's sort of mysterious. I think it's supposed to be ISO four. I have shot it at everywhere from ISO one to twelve. And I've shot two rolls of it. For a film that I talk about so much, I've barely done a lot of testing. But I, have, I have, probably have a couple hundred feet of it. I shot two rolls. One of them was crazy. I shot it in San Clemente. Crazy, grainy, awesome, vignetted, foggy. It's so cool. I love it. And then I shot another roll, and it came out completely ultra-high contrast, black, white, nothing else. It looks like, like black and white line drawings of stuff. Uh, and So I have to do some more experimentation with that. But I love that it's so crazy and so unpredictable. So, yeah, the LPD-4 is a really wacky one. It doesn't. It, I, every couple of months, there'll be a 25-foot roll of it pop up on eBay. Right. And they go for 30 or 40 bucks. <clears throat> I would say, if you want to experiment, gra- grab a roll of that and play with it. Well, I have in my hands, uh, and it's going to be very much like our Mr. Brown <laughs> film, which was super limited. And... Well, I priced it amazingly low. It was like two ninety nine a roll. Mr. So, Brown, I wish I'd gotten more of that. So pe- see? Yeah, I regret not getting more of that. Uh that's gone. That was a that was a roll a massive roll of film that I cut down that was discovered in a vault. Uh so now I have a, a newly discovered film, ISO six, and it is Emotion X. I've heard of it. Yes. Now, if you pull it out of the cartridge a little bit, yeah. check it out. It's green. Whoa. Yeah. It's like mint. Yes. It's minty. But feel how thick the film is. Yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to roll in thirty-six exposure roll because I can see it jamming up your camera. Yeah, the film is so thick. But it feels like it has that same sort of polyester. I wonder if it would lay flat. Uh, well, that that depends. Right. So what I'll happens... You know. What's this, a 15 roll? Yeah, I'll, I'll let you know yeah. in the next few days. Uh, so I have about 800 feet of it, which is about 200 rolls. Mm. Emulsion X. I'm very excited about it. I shot a test roll. I can tell you immediately, the grain is as big as your head. <laughs> hmm. it's, a, it's a big grain film, which is kind of cool. Very and... Cool. It just looks weird. I mean, I don't know if you're gonna like it or not, but it's it's you know. I like weird. I don't care what it is. I just have to find where it's useful. Yeah. So I'm very excited because I like 
you know, I because I I got my start in commercials, you know, shooting commercials for Comcast. Whenever I have something new, I think of like, oh, let me do the commercial. So Mark and Kevin, maybe not John, because of the fist fight that went on. Oh, John was there John too. John was playing drums. Oh, okay. Yeah, you played it at the John's beginning. John's not of the here. Last we week. could talk. It's funny. John's chair is there, but he's not there. We could talk about him now. He doesn't listen to the show. He won't even know. No, jerk. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, I love John. Yeah, we did. I heard you played the theme music in the, in the, the November, November first episode. First, yeah, yeah. So that is, I said, I, I'm a huge fan of Ultravox, and they have a song called Mister X. So I, I, I rewrote the lyrics, sent them over, sent the cut over to these guys. I said, can you do a knockoff, a spoof? It's called Emulsion X, and it's in the spirit of... a million dollars worth of vintage synthesizers and... That's awesome. Full digital recording studio to do our silly little cover. And I sang on it, that, quote, sang on it. That's right. And we'll... My first uh, vocals. We're going to exit this show <laughs> with that song and uh, keep your eyes on the FPP online store because we're going to be... You know, these super limited, strange films, even if, as far as I'm concerned, even if the film is like, eh, they're still cool. It's something different. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. Limited is fun. Not as fun as Mr. Brown, because Mr. Brown, I was packaging with a Mr. Brown iced coffee in the box. So you got a Mr. Brown with your Mr. Brown film. Oh, that's right. I forgot you did that. Yeah, that was excellent. Yeah, it's you can always you can always go back to your Svima one twenty five in my case or your Ektar or your Tri X or whatever, but why not try something wacky yeah. for a while? Or if it's discontinued, you know, shoot it while you can and then, you know. I wish I had shot a I've never I never shot a roll of Kodachrome. I oh. wish I had shot a roll of Kodachrome and now I'm saying I wish I had gotten more Mr. Brown, I wish I had this and that. Yeah, well I'm giving you a, a taste now. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a good test on this one. Have you got some developing guidelines for it? Uh, Leslie's working on a bunch of uh, formulas right now. I developed my role in Extol. Okay, so I got, I got some Extol going. But Leslie's real. I sent Leslie like six, twelve exposure rolls, and she's going to town. Like you know, she'll do it in Extol. She'll do it in uh, HC one ten. She'll do it in D seventy six. So we'll hopefully, bef- you know, when we post this film make it available we'll have some formulas so I think that's it I think there's we've talked about everything <laughs> it's, it's not the same without John here look I know we, we need some need some silly sounds we have no silly sounds what was the sound you played not the helicopters the other one it was like wah 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 what was that one? Oh, that was that was like that's a Debbie Downer you ever see those episodes oh my god they're so good Hey, we're going to be back in one week. That sounds weird saying that. One week, one week. Yeah. We're going to be back. We've got too much to talk about. The film world is exploding. The film world is exploding. I'll probably have five more Kickstarters to talk about next week. Exactly. So uh, so we'll be back in one week. And, you know, we need your feedback. Did you like the drive time, the drive time episodes? Dedicated to all you commuters out there. Um, what about the bell? I don't like the bell. Oh, come on, guys and gals. Keep it, right? Podcast at filmphotographyproject.com. We need to hear from you, and we're going to see you very soon. And here is the brand-new song dedicated to our brand-new, which I think, by the way, is I think that's an ancient emulsion. I don't think that's a new film. Yeah? I don't don't know. 
I don't know. That's why the green's so big. That could be. I don't know. It's a mystery. That's why it's called Emulsion, Emulsion X. X. All right. See ya. Emulsion X, 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 afternoon see three of the screen's greatest thrillers starting at one with the greatest of them all the one and only original king kong then the action continues with the son of kong followed by the mighty joe young
a classic tale of beauty and the beast. A full afternoon of action and adventure. Thursday afternoon at 1. Thanksgiving begins a very special time of the year for us. It's the time of peace and reflection and of getting ready for the new year. One thing we should all be thankful for is that we live in America, where we have the freedom to change things and the opportunity to grow. I'm Bob Fenimore, speaking for all the staff of WOR-TV, who join me in wishing you a very happy Thanksgiving. Tomorrow afternoon, starting at 1, WOR-TV presents a full afternoon of action and adventure. Jack Palin stars in Godzilla vs. the Cosmic Monster, followed by Godzilla vs. Megalon, and then Godzilla takes on the Smog Monster. Smog monster. Smog monster. Imagine a world when no one ever worked for it. Some hover ball up against the hover wall. Oh, what a thing to aspire to. Oh, what a beautiful dream. Automations killing me. Oh, 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 oh,